This is our devotional for Exodus 32, verses 1 through 6. I'm Pastor Tyler Parson. Welcome to the God Intense Podcast. Tie up that tunic. It's time we journey together through the Bible's tabernacle passages to see the glory of God dwelling with His people in tents. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a golden calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. So while Moses is having a mountaintop experience with God, the people down at the base of the mountain, well, they're tired of waiting. So they congregate around Aaron And demand he make them gods who shall go before us, they say. Their leader is out of sight. So now the people insist on a leader or gods that they can see. Remember, the Lord had given the Ten Commandments back in chapter 20. The first was, you shall have no other gods before me. The second, you shall not make for yourself a carved image. And the people had accepted the terms of God's covenant with them pledging in chapter 24, verse 7, to obey his commands. And the very gold that God had provided for his people to offer in service to him when they received the instructions to build the tabernacle, when Moses would come down from the mountain, instead, they offer that gold in service to an image of their own imagination. What an alarming picture of idolatry. Idolatry is giving to someone or something that which belongs only to God, that which he has given to us to serve him. We give to someone else when we worship false gods. How could Aaron, who would be their high priest, be so foolish as to think that this golden calf would somehow please the Lord? Did you pick up on that in verse 5? It's a feast to the Lord. This is synchronism. He's combining his past with their present. Archaeology shows that cattle were often worshipped in ancient Egyptian and Canaanite religions. Well, perhaps the power of a bold deity impressed the Israelites during their time in Egypt. Maybe this is Aaron's attempt then at both making the people happy and trying to please the Lord. Well, whatever the case... We see here that the sin of idolatry soon leads to other sins, worse sins, the sin of sexual immorality and decadence. Romans 1 teaches us a similar pattern is revealed all throughout history. It begins with suppression of God's revealed truth, Romans 1, 18 through 20. 
And this suppression of the truth of God gives way to false worship, Romans 1, 21 through 25. This idolatry leads then to immorality, Romans 1, 26 through 31, and eventually to celebration of an ungodly lifestyle and the institution of an unchristlike culture, Romans 1, 32. Have you ever noticed how Exodus, this part of Exodus, is organized? The golden calf interrupts the tabernacle story. Chapters 25 through 31 include instructions for building the tabernacle. And chapters 25, or sorry, 35 through 40 record the people actually constructing it. Here, sandwiched in between, God wants to show how the object of our worship shapes us and molds us. It's not about what we do. It's about where the focus of our hearts is is fixed in worship. As Bible teacher Greg Beale puts it, we become what we worship. It is possible, the scriptures teach, to have all the same experiences as genuine believers, but for our hearts to remain unchanged. 1 Corinthians 10, 1 through 5. And so this episode in Israel's history is written down as an example, a negative example for us so that we might learn from their wickedness, so that we might not desire evil like Israel did, 1 Corinthians 10.6. I wonder, what do you desire? What do you crave? What do you insist? If I just had this, it would make me happy. If I, if I just went through this, I would be content. What is your highest pursuit? For all of us, we're aiming at some end and defining success and significance according to that definition of happiness. So what are you pursuing? Did you know that's actually the first question Jesus asked his disciples in John 1.38? What are you seeking? Have you asked yourself that question? Maybe Jesus right now is asking you, what are you truly seeking? Where is the focus of your soul's gaze? Well, it didn't take long for Israel and her first high priest to grow distracted and lose focus on God. That's why we need a greater high priest. One who is like us in every way, yet without sin. We need a worship leader who can restore the focus of our affections on the true God. You see, all of us are either becoming a distortion of something created or being conformed more and more to the image of God renewed in Christ. The path toward becoming like our Creator is only found when we focus our worship upon Jesus Christ and we are transformed by His grace. Thanks for listening to the God Intense Podcast. For more information about Crossridge Church of Ida County, Iowa, go to crossridgegfc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we gather around God. Intense.